Welcome back to the Fixtures Podcast, where Mark and Noble is king. We're back. Game week 21. Uh, happy holidays and all of that. New Year's. Uh, it's 2020 now. We missed a lot. We missed a lot. Uh, we haven't been back we had a lot of illnesses decade. and in holidays, and uh, but we're back now. Mark and, had uh, Scarlett Johansson fever. Yeah, I got a strep throat, too. It was not fun. So uh, we're back now, though, uh, and we got a lot of games to cover. So we're going to cover... We're going to kind of blow through these and hit the highlights, but I think we're behind three games, so I yep. think we are on uh, game week 19. So, Arteta's uh, first week. Let's keep this... Let's. Well, we're not going to go through every game. We're not. We're going to do the highlights of each team. So Spurs. Spurs pulling off a 2-1 against Brighton, a 2-2 against Norwich, and a... One nil loss to Southampton. Okay, but Southampton's actually looking good under Hassan Hutil. So, but also Mourinho trying to take a peek at Hassan Hutil's tactics that was <laughs> priceless. I love it. Yellow oh, and, card. The, and let's not forget the press conference afterwards where he called the Quote goalkeeping the, the goalkeeping uh, coach of Sheffield United an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he, said, he, he said he said I guess yeah, he said I deserve no the yellow card. But that guy was an idiot, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, he said, uh, that, uh, I deserved a yellow card, but that guy was an idiot. It was really funny. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so that happened. Uh, humble Mourinho's gone. We're back to good old uh, imploding He's back. Mar- I love Mourinho. So Spurs are have a patchy run of form right now. So they are currently sitting in sixth place. Uh, two wins in their last five. Their last two are a draw and a defeat. Um, they're sitting on 30 points, one point behind United, and six points behind Chelsea. Uh, better than they were with Pochettino, but is it good enough? No, they're not. They're not getting top six this season. If anyone's getting top six, it's either Chelsea or United. Maybe Wolves, but I don't see anyone else doing it. All right. Uh, any more comments about Spurs? Hate them. Love to see them lose. That's it. Uh, sorry, Mike. He's not right. here to defend them. It's not my fault. All right. So we're kind of jumping all over the place. So let's talk Brighton. So uh, a 2-1 loss to Spurs, a 2-0 win against Bournemouth, and a 1-1 draw to Chelsea. So I think let's start with the Chelsea game. Nikki, what happened there? To Brighton or to Chelsea? Both. All right. Uh, this game was a while ago, so forgive me if my memory's. It was. It was, it was literally was, like yesterday. Two days ago. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was. No, we're talking about it, this one. Yeah, it was the one with the okay, crazy yeah, bicycle yeah, kick yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. All right. So basically, this game was at six in the morning, and so. Oh. Uh, I watched the second half, but uh, the uh, basically what I what this I've game gathered, was not at six in the morning. Yes, it was. Yesterday. It was the early game. It was the. It was six a.m. Really, there was yeah, an early was. game yesterday, huh? Uh yeah um so weird uh New the Year's first Day. half was exceptionally boring I heard besides Esquilquetta's goal which was not that great I heard it was just a regular old goal and I was glad Caesar scored our attack is still not scoring um where's Tommy Abraham our defense was pretty uh, sloppy uh every all our veteran players like Willian and Jorginho were saying the same thing after the game. That, Which uh, was uh, what a goal? No, it was uh, that we have this we have this confidence going into the smaller sides of the Premier League when we're playing them at home, and like our home record is like one of the worst in the Premier League. Like we've won every away game we've had. This was an home, away game, uh, or was it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, but we go into the smaller teams. They were saying that we go into the smaller teams with a bad mentality, like we're gonna beat them because we have such a young side that like that's what they're doing. But we need to not do that, is what they were saying. 
which is important. Also, the goal scored by Brighton was insane. It's probably going to end up being the Puskas winner if I bet. Ali Reza, Jahan Box. Okay. But was it the best oh. goal of the uh, of the, even the week? Uh, yes. Yeah. Hamza Chowdhury's goal was quite good. But you don't see a bicycle kick, especially since this is this lad's second Premier League goal. Also, it's also it's Brighton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you see, you realize he didn't score for all of 2018. Scored one goal in 2019. And it's versus and it's versus Chelsea. And he almost cried for the celebration. If they don't give that the Puskas, it better be something good. Probably another Zlatan goal or something. AC Milan. He's gonna score in his opening game and then not score in any game after that. I want you love to see it. <laughs> you love to see it. All right. So uh, Brighton, meanwhile though, is currently sitting in 14th place with 24 points, one win in their last five, two draws. Um, are they in danger of entering the relegation scrap? No. Well, they're kind of. Eh. Oh, they're really not there yet. I don't think they are. They're four points Four off points clear of the left. relegation zone. Um, I think that if... I mean, they just have a tough run of fixtures. Like, they've played big big teams lately, like Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal. So, yeah, I just called Arsenal a big team. But uh, I, I think when, when they get some easier fixtures, it'll clear up. So yeah, coming I think up, it'll be they have right. Everton, Villa, Bournemouth, West Ham, Watford, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, Wolves. So those are some those pretty are the, favorable that's a really fixtures. Good patch of fixtures. They should be picking up some major points from there. I could see them like. I need a soundboard so that. we can have a soundbite every time I say fixtures. Um, hey, I get it because it's the name of the podcast. <laughs> that's funny, Mark. All and, right, and thank you. So, anything else to add on Brighton? No, it's looking up for them. Praise I like Grand Potter. I like their jerseys. Where's Glenn Murray? Shut up about the sun. I mean, Glenn Murray. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on, we got Bournemouth. They're uh, in 18th. Get rele- by Eddie Howe. You're going to get relegated. So Bourne. over the last three games, Bournemouth won, Arsenal won. Shh. Brighton 2, Bournemouth 0. <laughs> and West Ham 4, Bournemouth 0. Imagine that losing 4 0 to West Ham with two Mark Noble goals. Like, that is just pathetic. Which now, after this run of form, puts them in 18th place with one win in their last five. Not only that, but you lost to West Ham under David Moyes. Plus, that one win was five games ago, by the way. It was versus Chelsea, though. (laughs) Yeah, but it's three points no matter who it's against. So, it doesn't mean much if they're going to lose or draw four games in a row like that. So, what happened here? I mean, is... Is Eddie Howe a bad manager? I mean, he's no longer being uh, touted as the next greatest thing. He's no longer. I think the uh, big jobs have have been uh, are probably drying up. Drying up for him. I mean, is this the best he could do with this squad? I guess is the question. Their injuries are just taking a toll on them. I like they. I don't. Uh, holy. Both. I think both cooks have gotten injured. Uh, Simon Francis got injured. Nathan Ake got injured. David Brooks has been out for a long time, and he was like the major source of goals for them last season. Everything is not, not nothing is as good as it seems. Both cooks did play though. I have a question about I have a question about Bournemouth. Where is Ryan Fraser? I think he's injured. I know, but I know, but like he came in, he came on as a sub. Never mind. Yeah, like where has he been this season? Yeah, he's oh, he's been, just awful. He, yeah. Um. And also, where's Josh King? I remember there. I mean, uh, Ryan Fraser was hyped up as the next big thing last season, and this year he's just nothing. 
I mean, same with Callum Wilson, Josh King. Like they haven't they haven't been performing as well as they should be because I mean, look at it. They have Dominic Solanke playing left wing and Harry Wilson playing right wing. If you're playing Dominic Solanke, like you're in trouble. And Harry is Harry Wilson a winger? Yes, he is, okay. and he's quite good. Got it. He's was, been he's honestly been the one standout of he's, this he's been their best side. player. So far, I would say he's been their best player so far this season. Callum Wilson hasn't scored in a long time. He was good at the beginning of the season. I know he was putting he, up numbers. He just he scored. I think he had a goal or his, yeah, a goal. Like we in had the never first said who was three here. game weeks. Yes, oh yeah, we, oh. <laughs> still a mystery. We'll um, just have to wait till the end. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna Stay tell you tuned. at the end. <laughs> uh, 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 panel review at at five million subs. Um, <laughs> If revealing me, not review. <laughs> if the Italian uh, voice reveal it, five million subs. Okay. Uh, Base. <laughs> Base. Anyway. Epic. Uh, so we, so that, I mean, Bournemouth, are they in trouble? Are they going to go down? What do you guys think, Mark? I think they are definitely a danger too, but they've been in this situation before. I think they can stay up. It's just, if they don't, it's due to injuries and Stupid like yellow cards and stuff, not really do. And Callum Wilson's goal drought, all of this stuff is gonna lead to like an injury or a, sorry, a relegation if it happens. And if they get relegated, they're losing Nathan Alke. I think it's very likely for them to get relegated, but at the same time, um, they need to they on the table they need to get about four points above um. Yeah, in general. <laughs> nice. Yeah, to to not do that. So well, that's not, <laughs> to not do what? <laughs> to, to not, not get relegated, relegated right now. They need uh, one point. Yeah, but to stay, to stay <laughs> to strong. Like, yeah, to I, I feel yeah. like they want they want like they want to stay ahead. I yeah. think I want West Ham to go down. So, no, you so, don't. Nick, yes, what, do you, what do you think? Nikki, is Bournemouth in danger? Uh, I think they're in danger, but I think they'll be able to get out of it once their injuries stop being injured. So, and the middle voice there was Connor. There we've introduced the panel. Look at no! that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, so right now, Bournemouth top scores Harry Wilson with six goals, Callum Wilson with five goals, followed by Josh King with three. Uh, no assists for Harry Wilson. No assists for Callum Wilson. Two for Josh King. And three for Ryan Frazier. Okay, but Wilson and King are getting outdone by a twenty-year-old, nineteen-year-old, whatever he is, and he's on. Ah, sorry, he's on loan. <laughs> like Bournemouth is in trouble, dude. Yeah. So uh, I can't. I can't wait for Brentford to be in the Premier League next year. Why are no, you? Sheffield, Brentford Sheffield will literally Wednesday. never They're get coming. promoted. The Owls They're are in coming. third by like with a six-point gap. And third is not an automatic promotion spot, so they're, they're like it's, it's one. They're like one point behind second. Nah, man, the owls are, are coming. No, coming the owls are in eighth. We're coming. Oh, uh, Brentford is behind Leeds by nine points. Or sorry, West Brom, West Brom by nine points. And now we've dipped into the championship. Brentford is coming up. We have the too bees. much content to cover to start going the into bees the championship. Are coming. Save it. Save it they're for really a, not. Save it for a, 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 a slow week. The uh, bees are coming. So now we got Arsenal. Buzz, buzz. Uh, Arsenal I they were dying. <laughs> with uh, Arsenal one, Bournemouth one, uh, Arsenal one, Chelsea two. Crying. Yeah. And Arsenal two, Manchester United nil. Okay, I didn't Mark, see the. Give us the Arteta roundup. Uh, first of all, let's start from the top here. Um, are you happy with the appointment? Uh, I wasn't. At, I, okay, 
Last summer, he was the second choice man for the job. If it was, if we appointed him then, no, I would have liked Emery. But now I am extremely happy about having Arteta because, he, I mean, just those three years under Guardiola, like you can see through these first three games, were just immense. He's been insane. Um, Lego hair for the win. Uh, yeah, we're gonna win the league next year. I, I'm kidding, by the way, but it's it's been a good appointment. So I didn't see the Bournemouth Arsenal game. I don't even know who scored. Um, yeah, probably David Luiz. I would just I'm <laughs> just gonna assume it was David Luiz. It probably wasn't. Uh, it was Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Oh yeah, and uh, oh, I did see this game. Never mind. Yeah, I remember the Dan Gosling goal. I was really mad. Mark, um, I have a question for you. Go for it. What happened versus Chelsea? Okay, okay, because <laughs> you guys dominated that whole game. Okay, so here's the thing, and that's coming from a Chelsea fan. This. The way that Arteta wants to press is really, really good, but it's very, it takes a lot of energy. And so at the end of the game, well, first of all, Leno's mistake, but I am not blaming Leno for that at all. Leno is like one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. We'd literally be in the relegation zone if we still had like Czech or Almunia. I, I say this every Mustafi. week. Well, yeah, Mustafi's a bonehead, first of all. Uh, <laughs> should literally never play in the Premier League again. It's a shame that Chambers got injured. Again. Um, yeah, again. Six to nine months this time. But, um, yeah, it, also, just the, the press is, like, so tiring. And you got players like Genduzzi who aren't the smartest. And the Genduzzi-Torreira pivot has never worked, like, ever since Emery came in. And you've got Saka, Maitland-Niles at center back. You got – or at uh, fullback, sorry. And you got Chambers, David Luiz, center back pairing. Something was bound to happen. I have a question, though. Go for it. But why did Arsenal get dominated, like, the whole game, pretty much? First half was all Arsenal. Second half was Chelsea. I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, it was 58% Arsenal, possession. Arsenal ran out of steam. Yeah, it was they, they just got tired. And David Luiz, David Luiz talked about this in the post-match interview yesterday after the United game. Where he said that like the main focus right now is fitness because they're all they're all tired by the end of the first half. Like you could see Secret after Agent after the game, Louise. David Luiz is holding back a heart attack. So. Secret Agent Luiz. He's he's been good since Arteta came in. I, he I think he won man of the match last game. He was never gonna beat Chelsea. He, he did. Yeah. So he couldn't. But it wasn't David Luiz's fault that Mustafi's an idiot and that Leno made a mistake. It was so bad. Mustafi <laughs> is so bad. literally the worst player in this league, and I'm saying that with 100% Dude, confidence. Dude, it was so funny. Tammy Abraham literally did one of the worst turns I've ever seen. It was the most obvious turn ever, and Mustafi just fell on it the floor. It does not take much to <laughs> Mustafi make Mustafi just to fell die. on the floor backwards, and then Tammy Abraham just slotted it in. It was hilarious. Such an... Oh. He's such a bonehead. Like I, I didn't think anyone. And I didn't think he was gonna God. play Mustafi. Like you, you see Mustafi on the bench, but you also well, see he was on. He was on. He came on for Callum Chambers. Yeah. So you see Mustafi on the bench, but you also see Mavropanos on the bench, and you're like, okay, well, maybe he'd bring him back from injury. Nope. He played Mustafi, and that's. I mean, that's what you get, Arteta. Like, I'm sorry, but don't play Mustafi ever again. Um. And also, Arsenal's mid, mid or uh, back line is just made of glass. We've got three, or yeah, we've got three, three injuries three to now. starters now. Yep. Is like, Arsenal in danger of relegation? Probably. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, we're seven points off relegation. It's not happening. We're closer to top four, six. Top six. I want the three teams to go down this year to be West Ham, Everton, and Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so I think let's move on to Arsenal 2, Manchester United 0. This is where all of Arteta's hard work paid off. First of all, the Pepe goal was brilliant. You could see uh, Ozil behind him. like He was about to take the shot, and then Pepe, ta- Pepe takes it first time, I think. And Ozil's just like disappointed. But you know what? So it's a Nicolas Pepe goal, third one of the season. I think they're going to keep coming. Pepe played out of his mind. He could have got man of the match if he wasn't yoinked off at 60 <laughs> minutes. How'd you guys score two goals with zero assists? Uh, the first goal, the first goal was a deflection. The second goal, also a deflection. <laughs> the second goal was just hilarious, though. So Pepe corner, uh, Lacazette flicks it on and almost scores. David de Gea palms it, stri- palms the ball straight into Lindelof's face, bounces off Lindelof, stri- and then Socrates just. Takes Honestly, it, if you look at, it if you look at just if you looked at just the stats, you would say this game is a deadlock. It's dead even. Oh, it was see, and that's just because of the second half. The second half, United, if they, I mean, it was fifty fifty possession. It was ten shots were on target for both teams. I mean, they both had the same amount of crosses. The the, the difference is the first half, Arsenal had sixty percent possession. United had two shots on two shots, and both were on goal. Uh yeah, it was it was just an awful first half for United, and in the second half, nothing they were trying worked either. Even against the most like you could see like every player was dead. But in this game, Ozil was pressing, which you haven't seen since Wenger was in two year over two years ago. Uh, Kalashinac was just insane. Got an early yellow card for nothing. Um, uh, Maitland <laughs> Niles, oh, sorry, <laughs> Maitland Niles went off. Um, Torreira and Xhaka were everywhere. Guys, granted, Xhaka had a good game for Arsenal. He didn't have one good game. He's still had, like, not captain. He's still not captain, <laughs> but I don't care. Because we're actually, like, Arteta straight up was like, went to the Arsenal board and was like, yeah, uh, please don't sell Xhaka. Because he was about to go to Hertha Berlin, but, like, he wants to keep Xhaka. Because, you know, when when you don't have a vampire for a coach sucking the life out of your club, looks like your players can play well. And speaking of players playing well, Mesut, Mesut Ozil coming back inside. How do you think his performance was? Actually, like... Almost a man of the match performance. Like you could say that about pretty much anyone in this on this team, other than like Aubameyang, Leno, and Lacazette. They all had like man of the match performances. Ozil Ozil covered the most distance on the pitch, which is actually something he he's always done. But like, you know, I think played. that's something he's been uh, criticized for not doing enough of is is running. Yeah, lately lately he's been like everybody's been like, oh, he walks all the time. Well, he was pressing all ninety minutes. Like you could see in the ninety fourth minute he was still pressing, which is. Like you, he wasn't pressing like five minutes in with under Emery, and that's that's what the commentator said. Um, um, yeah. What do we think of Nemanja Matic and Juan Mata both being linked with moves to the Chicago Fire? What we're not on Chicago, we're not on uh, Manchester United. Um, but I am gonna mention how Manchester United literally had the worst game I've ever. We'll talk I've about seen that at Manchester United. Like Je- Jesse Lingard was just. Played out of the game by Xhaka. Again, okay, well, it's Jesse Lingard, but... <laughs> All right, what's the next Arsenal game? Oh, that's it. That's no, it that, that was Arsenal. it. All right, cool. Just what's insane. the next team? So moving on, we got Sheffield United. Sheffield United won, Watford won, followed up by Manchester City 2, Sheffield United 0, followed up today by Liverpool 2, Sheffield United 0. We're coming for you, Sheffield. No, I don't know. That was today? Yeah. Yep. It just ended, like, a couple hours ago. Indeed. Oh. So that is two losses and a draw in their last three for Sheffield. Versus very, Versus very, very hard opposition. Uh, this puts them in eighth place right now. One point behind Wolves. One point ahead of Crystal Palace. That game versus City was absolute robbery. And one point 
behind Spurs, two points behind United. Uh, do they have a shot of finishing top seven? I think they oh, have a yeah, shot. For sure. uh, literally mm-hmm. every club from 10th up has a, has a chance of finishing seventh. Because actually, I think I would say 11th up because Everton's sitting with 25 points, I think four points off of seventh, five points off seventh. And actually, so are Southampton and Newcastle. So that that brings us down to thirteenth with a six point gap from five for eight places from fifth to thirteenth. Yeah, I mean it, it really close. is a toss up, and I mean this is a, I think it's kind of a testament to how how well especially Everton and Spurs kind of turned things around because they were both really low on the table earlier on. Spurs I think dipped to fourteenth, Everton eighteenth. Yeah. Uh, at their worst. So, I mean, it's pretty... Uh, they've definitely turned things around. Uh, we'll get to both those sides uh, in a bit here. Um, so, Sheffield United... I mean... So, Nikki, you think they got robbed in the City game. Uh, explain your reasoning. VAR. They got robbed. The VAR is not being used properly That's in the true. EPL. It is used... Okay. The offsides rule was put in place... And if you look at the offsides rule, it's any part of the body that is offsides that you are able to score with. That's why the armpit being offside should count. No, but a hand being offside... That's a joke. Okay. (laughs) But a hand being offside should not count as offsides. That does not matter. You're not going to score with your hand. And was it that doesn't matter the, if your hand is. It was yeah. It was because of a hand. Was it for John Lundstrom or Lismus or Lismusay? Uh I don't. I'm not entirely sure. But um, oh, this is against City. I, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's Lismusay goal. But yeah. Uh yeah, I'm not really sure. But um, I was watching it and it was literally just like his hand that was offsides. And I don't understand how you can call that offsides. He's not going to score with his hand. I think it should not. Offside should not be getting down to the nitty-gritty to see if his pinky nail is offsides. It should be if a part of his body that he is able to score with is clearly offsides, or, like, he has... You can see that he's offsides just by looking at it once on VAR, then it should be counted as offsides. If it's just, like, his hand or, like, his, like, elbow or something, it should not be offsides. Or if it's, yeah. like, his big toe. I mean, it has to be, like, a decent amount. It's, like, it's... I mean, when you're playing in the moment, you don't... You're not thinking of those things. You're thinking about scoring. And, you're like, you're obviously you're trying to stay on sides... But, I mean, you're not thinking that you're going to get called off sides if, if, like, your big toe is, like, a centimeter in front of the defender's big toe. It does not matter. That's not what's going through the head of the player, and so that should not be what is dictated in the actual rules. That's not what's going through the head of the ref. Yeah, and it's not going—oh, well, yeah, that's not what's going through the head of the ref either. I mean, that should not be what stops a goal. What stops a goal should be if, like, a whole foot is off sides or a whole leg or the guy is standing off sides. It shouldn't be— it shouldn't be something so minuscule like that. I mean, that's not what the rule was put in for, the offsides rule. It was not put in to stop goals from going in because their hand was offside. I would almost dare to say that we should tack on clear and obvious to offsides. Yes, I would honestly yeah. say that too. That's how it is for the rest of it. I, don't, I honestly don't. Like, obviously if the linesman makes a mistake, like a full leg, whatever, the linesman is not going to see the the bottom of the cleat offside. Like, what? Like, that's just impossible to call. Or an elbow. Exactly. I mean, I honestly, I think it's just silly at this point. I think it it's, it's, I think it's really dumb. It's gotten ridiculous. It really has, and I think a lot of people are very upset by it. But we, I, I don't want to turn this into uh, the VARcast. It's so, already happened a couple times. I know it has. We've, we've, I, I, everybody, I think, is a little VARed out. 
we all I think everybody's unhappy with it. So, um, moving on, we got Wofford. So that's Sheffield United one, Wofford one, Watford three, Aston Villa nil. What? <laughs> Watford 2, Wolves 1. I straight up could not tell you who's getting relegated back to Back-to-back red cards. Uh, I just want to say their new manager is working wonders. Seriously, how do you With beat Wolves? Team. How do you take a team that literally had not won a single game? They had not won a single game. They definitely have won a game before. I don't... I mean, they hadn't won a game in a very, in very a long, long time. time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, they only won one game before that. He got Deco- uh, not Decore. What he got? Dale Lafayette to score. I know. I mean, how do you take a team that is that bad and t- get two back-to-back wins versus? So their recent, their recent decent form. Opposition. Their recent form in their last five: three wins, one draw, one loss, and they beat United. Three of their of their four wins <laughs> have come in their last five games. Okay, well, they're saying, I don't know who's going down. It could be freaking Newcastle. It could be Norwich. I think this is, the, this is the first time in the all could season. This is the first time all season uh-huh. that they're not bottom, right? Uh, n- yeah, yeah, I think so. No, yeah, Norwich has been bottom for two weeks now. Has it been? Yeah, okay, well, it's the first podcast that they've not been yeah. bottom. Yes, this is the first podcast now where we've seen Watford is and not on the bottom. They're two points off safety. Two, two points, points off, off safety. Two points off safety. This is... What and plus Villa just won a game too, so yeah, it looks like I don't know what's going on at Watford, what they're feeding their players, but keep feeding it, I guess. No, it's back the new to manager, back red man. cards. Uh, Delafeu and Decore scoring against Wolves. <laughs> Mariapa and Cavasele red cards, by the way. Um and uh, Troy Deeney two for him and uh, Sar. Ismail Sar scoring. Uh, he's I think he's been getting a couple goals in the past few weeks. That's really good. He's a record signing. Like he should be scoring, and he wasn't even playing at the beginning of the season because he he's been injury prone. But if he starts scoring for them, that's good news. Cause and this is all coincided with uh, Troy Deeney coming back from I think it was injury. So what do we think? Going down the line, is Watford going to stay up, Mark? Uh, if they stay up, it'll be by the skin of their teeth. I don't think they're staying up. To be honest, they're probably going to finish like nineteenth. Connor, I think they'll be able to stay up. I think I think they'll stay up. I mean, I mean the recent form. If they can keep up the if they can keep up the recent form, they'll definitely stay up. All right. I don't believe it. They sack their managers too easily. Like they, this is their fourth manager. I don't even know who it is. Nigel Pearson. Oh. Okay. And he's doing <laughs> wonders. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, uh, let's talk Chelsea, Nikki. Chelsea nil, Southampton two. Danny Ings is god. Arsenal one, Chelsea two. <laughs> Followed up by Brighton one, Chelsea one. Yes. Pretty patchy. Pretty patchy. Two I, I mean, wins. it's the same thing that I was saying before. Two it's, wins, two it, losses, one draw in their last. It's the five. same problem. We're the we are we are the Robin Hood of the Premier League. We take points from the rich and give them to the poor. Which is also what United is. <laughs> um, and this is a bad habit that we have because, because it's because of I, I am personally going to blame our patchy form on the young players. <gasps> I think that the experienced players like Willian and Jorginho and Azpilicueta um, they've all been putting in really good. They've shifts. all been, every every game they're putting in all they can. And, and Kovacic too. Kovacic. Kovacic. Kovacic is insane. Kovacic is insane. Um, but 
They've all been putting in really good performances week in, week out. But the one thing I'm noticing is that versus the smaller teams, the kids are not all right. Oof. Like, they're not, like, they don't, they don't play with as much passion as they do versus the big teams, which is why we play better versus the big teams. Is because they go, because when we go out, when we're playing Arsenal or United or Tottenham, all the kids go out there, every person on the team, all 11 players on the field go out there going, I'm going to try my hardest. I'm, we're going to win this game. When we go out versus Southampton, we have maybe three or four guys that are going, I'm going to go my hardest. I'm, we're going to win this game. And the rest are just coasting. You know, They're on autopilot the whole game. Like Mason Mount and uh, Tammy Abraham, they're on autopilot. I like how Danny Ings didn't even score in that Southampton game. Oops. I mean, that's. I mean, uh, that's what I'm gonna. That's uh, that's all I have to say oh, about that. Was that really. Spurs. Um, oh, I'm a double idiot. So, I mean, at this point, they are closer to fifth place than they are to third place. Uh, yeah, but there's still a gap between them and uh, fifth place. A five-point gap. They're literally just... I, th- I feel like they're playing the exact same thing as last season where it's who cannot finish fourth. Yeah, it really is a game of... Uh, yeah, who cannot finish fourth. Arsenal's nine points off che- nine points off Chelsea with a Chester-Stamford bridge. So I uh, think Chelsea's going to be able to cement fourth place in the bag for this year, especially after this transfer window. I think it's going to be close. So who do you think they're going to sign in this transfer market? Uh, they have a few targets. Like their our main target that we're trying to sign is Wilfred Zaha, which is he's at, at like the top of our list for some That's reason. Awful. Um, but he's because at the top. all you need is more wingers. Yeah, I know. Um, he's at the top. Uh, we've been heavily linked with Ben Showell, which I would be perfectly fine with, honestly. I I think Ben Showell is a fantastic player, and he would be a good player for Chelsea. But what do you want to leave second place for third? I mean, so I don't fourth. know. Uh, but uh, we've also been linked with uh, Timo Werner, who, I mean, I don't... Personally, I don't really think this that's going to happen. I mean, it, I think it could happen, but I don't think it's going to happen because RB Leipzig is in a cha- a, a title-fighting season. Yeah, right they're, they're top of the Bundesliga yeah, right now. They're in a title-fighting season, so I don't think they would sell their best player. I mean, I think he has like 23 goals in like 24 games or something. He's insane. Uh, and so I don't think they're gonna sell team. Uh, I don't think they're especially sell, in January. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna sell Timo Werner. Uh, but we've also been heavily linked with uh Jaden Sancho from Dortmund, and I mean, as you need more wingers and yeah. Nathan Ake. I, yeah, Nathan Ake as well. Jaden Sancho. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him to actually come to Chelsea just because he's very good friends with all the English kids at Chelsea and they all play at Chelsea. Like he grew up playing with them for the England team. So, I mean, he would fit right into the system. I feel like, cause he's playing around all his friends, you know, but uh, whose place does he take? I mean, who do you start? I mean, I don't know. Then? I think you Frank Lampard just wants, I think he takes Williams. Frank, Lam- uh, Frank Lampard really wants what he wants is consistency. He want, because he doesn't like the fact that we're losing versus the small teams, and that's because of the kids. And so he wants someone that can be consistent. And so he's Frankie gonna take, out. He's gonna no. no. So let's get another winger <laughs> and another kid. I mean, I don't. I I mean, I don't really know the thought process on it. And we're also we are also linked with some Russian wonder kid. So genius. All right, but, let's move it on. Uh, Southampton. Uh, Chelsea nil. Southampton two. Uh, Manchester City 2, 
Uh, or no, sorry, sorry, that's not Southampton. Where's Southampton? Southampton won, Crystal Palace won. There, oh, sorry, I did not see that. The one that was up in the corner. Yes, sir. Uh, and then followed up by Southampton won, Spurs nil. I like that one. So, dude, I, I don't. Okay, one team is going down this year. It's Norwich. Okay, everyone else is staying up. Southampton is in twelfth place. They've. They've gone up very, from, very, very, I think very good Their recent form is insane. Yeah. I mean, three, three wins, wins in their last five. one draw in their last five. That's and their really, last, that's really good. Their last four games are win, draw, win, and win. And two good. of those wins were versus uh, Chelsea and Spurs. Chelsea and Spurs. And interestingly enough, a lot of people were calling for uh, Ralph Hassenhuddle's ahead after the Leicester City 9-0 game. Okay, that was... Also, okay, that was bad. Awful, but. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Hassan Hutel was brought in for a project because Southampton have been slagging it, slogging it fifteenth place for the past three years. So I feel, I feel like, like who have they had as their past few managers? I wouldn't be able to tell you. But um, <laughs> thank you, Connor. You're, wel- you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's he's gonna be good in the long run. He was great in the Bundesliga. Like, yeah. Claude Puel, Ronald Koeman, Mauricio Pochettino uh, shows you how many managers they've had. Uh, Pochettino was there in the 2014 season. Yeah. It, I don't, I think Claude Puel ended up being kind of a train wreck, too. I don't remember, to be honest. But Hassan Hutel, he's going to start turning things around. Even if they go down, they got to keep him on because he's just such a talented manager. I don't. I, there's no way that they should get rid of him. If they can keep their form um, they've been playing with for these next few uh, weeks, I think they have a chance to finish in top 10, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's definitely can, real. If they can keep their form versus Leicester, Wolves, Crystal Palace, and not lose too badly to Liverpool, I think <laughs> that I could definitely see them as a top 10 team. Yeah, other, I mean, Crystal Palace is very winnable. They did just draw 1-1 versus Crystal Palace. They are two points away from 10th place. Although they probably have uh, some PTSD from Leicester, but they can finish top ten. If not, they're gonna they're gonna stay up like fifteenth at the very lowest. But I could see them finishing thirteenth, fourteenth, or twelfth. So do like we that. agree that they are safe? Does anybody think that no they are one not is safe? safe? I, don't I, think I want safe them yet. to go down. I'd be fine with them going down, but I, I think they're safe. I or I don't think they're safe. Sorry, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone is safe. Yeah, Crystal Palace I down. But do you see them going down? No. Awful run of form at the end of the season. Yeah, I could see it. And then they Nikki. sell. They have to sell off Danny Ings at that point, and even uh, what's the what's the one guy? James Ward Prowse. Nikki, what do you think? Southampton going down? Yay or nay? I think it's possible. I would like them to go down. I didn't ask if it was possible. I asked You've what you think. Before. Yes or no? <laughs> I want them to commit. Buddy, I yes, want them to go yes down. Yes or no? I want them to go Are down. Are they going to? I hope so. Okay, cool. Next up, Aston Villa. Aston Villa 1, Norwich 0. Um, Watford 3, Aston Villa 0. And finishing up with Burnley 1, Aston Villa 2. Jack Grealish is a greasy-haired god. I remember at the beginning of the season, John McGinn was scoring all the goals. But yeah, it's just it's just been all Jack Grealish lately. Uh, indeed. So I don't think they should have uh, lost to Watford. I, I think well, especially I mean, three mil. Three, yeah, three mil is just uh. Well, I, Watford has been turning things around, but yeah, that is a pretty true. bad loss for them. So I mean, this after so in their last five, two wins, three losses. That's not great form. 
Uh, but I mean, they are in seventeenth, <laughs> and they're the team that came up uh, via the playoffs, correct? Oh, they are. Yeah. So they... I mean, statistically, they would be the ones to struggle the most. Or was it? Yeah, it was them. Um, and yeah, Sheffield United finished second. Yes, and they one. are sitting in with twenty-one points, one point clear of the relegation zone. Yeah, they're going down, and they're going to sell Jack Grealish, and Aston Villa is going to get liquidated. I'm kidding, but Aston Villa. Yeah, no. Remember when Aston Villa finished sixth three times in a row? I don't because I wasn't watching back then, but they did. Uh, then they got relegated a few seasons later, and I yeah, uh, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be one of those clubs like West Brom or West Ham a few years ago, where they're just gonna be keep they're just gonna keep going up and down. I don't see anything good happening for Aston Villa in the next few years. Dark days are ahead, Villa fans. Does anyone here think that Villa stays up? I think it's possible, but I really don't see it happening. Does it, Jack Grealish go in the January window? If he doesn't, then he's he's stuck at Villa for the next few years. Oh, sorry, January window now. Uh, he's he loves Aston Villa for some reason. Uh, it's his boyhood club. I, I I know why. But uh, if he does, if they get if they go down, I could see him leaving in the summer. Sorry, I'm I'm a genius. Um, but yeah, and then you could. There's also the possibility of John McGinn leaving, which I don't think he will. Even if they go down. He, I, I feel like he needs a couple of years because he's still raw. He still picks up a lot of unnecessary yellows. Yeah, he's raw. But, uh, yeah. And then 2-1 win at Burnley. I mean, Wesley finally scoring a goal. Wesley, is. I, I, I think he's low on confidence. He needs to score more. So that's good. They didn't collapse at the end, although they look like they might. But that's a, that's a, good, that's a good win for them. And, uh, yeah, they'll be happy about that. Moving on to Norwich City. Keeper Ast- moving. Yeah, Aston Villa won, Norwich nil. Uh, Connor Hurahan goal. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's Norwich. Although they <laughs> did actually kind of dominate Aston Villa in this game uh, statistically. More possession, more shots, more Norwich shots on target. Norwich hasn't won a game since the November 23rd. That is And that was against record. Everton. <laughs> they beat the last win was Everton. <laughs> yes, and then the win before that was September fourteenth versus Man City. Dude, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened in Norwich. A two-two draw versus Tottenham. That is a good result. They should take that all day. With a Mario Vrancic goal in the eighteenth minute, Serge Aurier own goal, sixty-first minute. If they hadn't conceded that late penalty, that would have been a two-one win. Uh, Erickson, I think, played well in this game. I didn't actually watch it. I just heard that, but uh, they did. They scored. They had two shots on target. They got apparently statistically dominated by Spurs. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody see any hope of this team for staying? Uh, for this team of staying up? No. Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. They're I think seven points off safety right now. Uh. And then of course I kind of feel bad for them. Um. Because they're just so bad, and I, I, I really yeah. empathize with their fans. I, I empathize because I am a loser too now. But um, um yeah, well, you are. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you guys think that Todd Kenwell is going in the summer? Probably. To be yeah. completely honest, I don't know who that is. Todd Cantwell. Who that? He can't do things well. Okay. <laughs> he is, I think, Norwich's top scorer this season. If not, he's definitely second. Pookie. But, okay. Pookie. I don't, how do I not know who he is? I don't know. I, like, you you play fantasy. So, yeah. I, th- I think, I 
kind of remember you having him in your team too. I don't, but, um, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, he scored six goals this season with two assists, three goals behind Tamu Puki. Um, Ouch, but he's top he's, score only has nine. That's yeah, but he's bad. there. Um, he's twenty-two years old. He's actually been doing pretty well in the league. He's been holding his own for the team. Him and Ono. I mean, Hernandez. he should probably leave. Yeah, I, I would say, <laughs> I would say he should go, but. He might. He's 22. He has time ahead of him, but I don't think the championship is the right place for him, just based off how he's been doing in the Premier League. Or is yeah. he 19? I don't know how old he is. Yeah. And then a Connor Mark, Wicker Mark. goal in the 85th minute denied them the win. Mark, if uh, well, okay, we all know Norwich is going to go down, basically. Yes, sir. Is uh, is Pookie going to stay? Yeah, he's. I don't think he's going to want to. I don't. I think he's. Perfectly fine with staying in Norwich. I think he likes Norwich as a thing. Um, I think he misses the championship. <laughs> well, you can you can, but based off the way that this team has been playing, they it seems like they all do. Um, Connor Wickham scoring his first goal of the season in the 85th minute. That is just pathetic. He scored none last season, none this season. Oh, he didn't even play the season before. Uh, two the season before that, five before that with Sunderland. You let. Like you let Connor Wickham score, not even like Ayu, who some has some respect, or like Zaha. Like eighty fifth minute, you could have had three points. You would have been, yeah, you would still be like bottom four points off safety. Yeah, last place. But that's just pathetic. Shame on you, Norwich. All right, next up, Palace with a two one win over West Ham. Ah, sorry, West, West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. Um, with a Kuyate and Ayu goal. Puyati. Ayu goals, sorry. Kuyati. Yes, sir. Um, Lil Yachty. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lil Boat. Palace. Why can I not see where? Oh, 1-1 one, one draw with Southampton. <laughs> yeah, with a James Tompkins goal, and they conceded to Danny Ings. Sorry, I accidentally just punched the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they, they got outplayed by Southampton in this game, and it shows. Um and they play played out a one one draw with Norwich City. I mean, it's if I'm pathetic. Crystal, okay, if I'm a Crystal Palace fan, with their recent form, let's take a look at their last six games. Last six games, Norwich. Oh, let, yeah. I mean, I'm if I'm a Crystal Palace fan, I'm very disappointed. That is in the last four six draws. Games. Sorry, three. Yeah, four draws. Holy. Yeah, four draws. I think two losses or one loss. One, one loss, one win. One loss, one Which win. Is, just so boring. I mean, that's. I mean, if I'm a Crystal Palace fan, I'm mad because all those draws are very. I feel like they could easily turn those yeah. into a win, especially who, especially if you look at yeah, who they're playing. I mean, it's all. Draws it's all lower draws. teams. Yeah. I mean, they drew versus Brighton, Sunderland. I mean, uh, Southampton. Sunderland's <laughs> <laughs> stuck in League One. I, but uh, Crystal Palace, sitting ninth place, one point ahead of Arsenal, two ahead of Everton, Southampton, and Newcastle. Uh, but only one point behind Sheffield United, two points behind sixth place Tottenham. Like, depending on their next game, they could be fifth or okay. They can't be fifth. They'd have to make up an eleven goal goal difference. But uh, they could be anywhere from thirteenth uh, to sixth. Quick math, Mark. Yeah, thank you. AP like, stats. <laughs> I'm not an AP. AP stats. calc. There you go. But um, yeah, it's just. They could be anywhere. They're, they're, I wouldn't say they're in any trouble. They're honestly coasting for a pretty good finish this season. But th- those draws are just disappointing. All right, so next up, West Ham. West Ham. Ham. West. Okay. 2-1 loss versus Crystal Palace. The 
ham of uh, West. I think was it a Snodgrass goal or Cresswell, something like that. Yep, Robert Snodgrass. The fact that I think Snodgrass is their top scorer right now. Yeah, voice <laughs> crack. Okay, hold up. Uh, I can't spell. Okay, West M's top scorers this season. Uh, I think Yar. Okay, Sebastian Hilaire with six. And then they've got Cresswell, Noble, and Snodgrass. Oh, and Yarmolenko all tied with three. Now, that's four different players with three. And the fact that one of them is Robert Snodgrass is just worrying. Why, why is Robert Snodgrass your second top scorer? Mark Noble. Yeah, Mark Noble. Like, Player of the decade. He's the highest Premier League yeah. scorer of the decade is Mark Noble, everybody. Oh, my goodness. He's so good. But, uh, yeah, I don't I – don't, what? <laughs> why is this team – like, they're not scoring goals. Like, Felipe Anderson with one goal and four assists. Jack Wilshere scored. Yeah, Jack, Jack Wilshere scored a goal. Thank you, <laughs> Super Jack. But uh, that is 25 goals scored for them this season. The, uh, I don't know, that's like fourth lowest in the league right now, yeah. Tied. I kind of hope that West Ham goes down. Uh, you've said this many times, but. And I stand by it. I really do hope they go down. Is it because they're from London? I just think it would be hilarious. Hilarious. I get it. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, West Ham won Leicester City 2 with a Pablo Fornals goal. I think his second one of the season. And a Kelechi Iheanacho. Uh, Iheanacho, okay, I, I know we're not talking about Leicester. He's been doing pretty good heck? recently. Yeah, and Damari Gray in the 56th minute. Also have not heard his name in a long time. Then, yesterday, what a fateful day. So they finally sacked Pellegrini, brought in David Moyes again. I mean, let's see how many stints David Moyes has had at, United, at West Ham United. I can't believe that they brought Moyes back. I mean, why? If you just get a new manager, can we please get, like why not just get like a new uh, new club? Like why not just get like a, a new, new club. a new face in the Premier League that we haven't seen before? Because for some reason, <sighs> these lower league clubs or lower level clubs like to grab uh, guys like Pardew, who finally ended his own career, and uh, you know uh, Roy Hodgson. Let's see. This is his second. Okay, so it's just the second time. I, I I thought it was more. I know, but I mean, he wasn't that good last time. Yeah, he really, he really, really wasn't. Like, why would you choose to bring back David Moyes? Anyways, new bit, <laughs> new manager bounce really hit Mark Noble hard, and nobody told him that he was a bad player today, yesterday. Sorry, because he scored two against Bournemouth. Mark Noble scoring two in a Premier League game. Let's see when the last time that happened was. Mark is Googling this right now. Three days ago. Okay, hilarious, <laughs> Ryan. But, uh... Talking about Liverpool yet? Nope, not yet. All right, then I'm leaving again. Oh, okay. But, let's see. Mark Noble, at age 32, just scored two. Um, at, he's gotten 53 goals in 15 years. That means he had 51, 51 goals for West Ham before yesterday. This is Mark Noble we're talking about. All right. Yeah, I, okay, I'm not going to find this, but you know what? Why? Why did you let Mark Noble score two? I know one of them was a penalty, but still. Sebastian Hilaire finally getting his first goal since, like, game week, I don't know, 10. And Felipe Anderson's, uh, Anderson scoring his first goal this season. That That's a, I mean, those are the right players that you want to score. It looks like, I think Felipe Anderson's been low on confidence. He has four assists this season. Uh, Hilaire with his sixth goal this season also probably been low on confidence. He hasn't been scoring in a long time. And Mark Noble. Anyways, so Robert Snodgrass didn't score in this game, so tell us why 
the uh, West Ham player of the decade did not score. Also, sorry, the England player of the decade did not score in this game. Robert Snodgrass? Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not a, he's not English. I know. No, I, okay, I was kidding. But he is Scottish. But, um, yeah, why didn't he score? Can someone give me a, a step-by-step analysis on why Robert Snodgrass did not score? Probably because he's not that good. Are you saying that about our Lord and Savior, Robert Snodgrass? <laughs> so are we on West Ham? Is Relegated with Hull, Robert Snodgrass? Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, it for West Ham. Actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call that. As, that's it for West Ham. Uh, we're moving on to Everton uh, with Pella Manchin. No, which one is it? Ancelotti. There's so many E's. Yes, yeah, and it's Ancelotti. Uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin scoring in a one nil win over. Br- Dominic Calvert Lewin. How are you letting him score each week? I hate this. I don't like it. It's Dominic Calvert Lewin. He shouldn't be scoring. Man, it, that's like Dominic Solanke scoring. Yeah, like what? And they outshot Burnley 21-6 to with five shots on target to Burnley's none. 68% possession. Like, that's... <laughs> well, have we talked about Burnley yet? Oh, no, we have they're, not. they're next. Yeah, they're up next. So, I think we can do a sneak peek of Burnley. Uh, Burnley is in a goddamn shambles right now. Just uh, like they always are. They can go. They can get relegated. I yes, like that. Yes, they absolutely are uh, in the potential for there. But we're back to Everton. Uh, Nikki, was Carlos Ancelotti a good appointment for Everton? I mean, probably. My question Brilliant. is how they managed to get him. Carlos Ancelotti, Carlo Ancelotti is way too like way too good for Everton's level currently. Well, I think they got lucky with the timing. They did with Napoli just deciding to get relegated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this is this is like just the optimal time to grab Carlo Ancelotti. Yes, yes, it is. Especially when Arsenal, United, uh, who is it? Yeah, Arsenal and United both looking for managers. Somehow they got him. Uh, later, on the 28th, don't know why that matters, um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin defied all, all odds and scored two at St. James Park. Man with three names I, and two goals. Seriously, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. It's Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Oh, my God. Okay. How many goals does he need to score before we consider him good? I'm not okay. Uh, if he keeps this for the rest of the season, I can, I'll. First of all, if he scores, uh, how many is he at this season? Uh, Calver is how I spelled it. Uh, Just Google Everton top scorers. Ah, uh, that that's smart. smart then we, then we can see it, all all the stats. I th- I do think that Dominic Calver, yeah, Dominic Calver Lewin is their top scorer this season. Indeed. Ten, Ten goals. goals. Oh my god. He's like top five in the league, is he not? I don't know. But um Ten goals. Followed Do- up by Richarlson with nine. Dominic Calvert Lewin. How many did he score last okay. Not ten. I don't think he scored any last season. If he did, like that's insane. But like what? <laughs> uh he's not top five, sorry. No. He uh, is... not even he's twelfth. Oh, this is an update. Oh, this shows no, this eight goals. Updated. Yeah. Okay. Old. But yeah, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Update your goals. website, Premier League. Uh. That or the other website's wrong. Which no. Also, it, could be possible. Yeah. At my page. Oh, yeah. Wrong. Sorry, he has eight. I I don't know where we got ten from. <laughs> okay, BBC. Eight. If he gets fifteen, I'll eat a foot. But um. From the BBC itself, I don't know what the. But, the yeah, on on, on the two different pages for BBC, it scores two. It says oh, that two might include amounts. cup games. 
Uh, might include Cousins. Yeah, it probably does. So, so in the Premier League only, he scored eight goals. Which is still really good, by the way, for Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Um, I, if, he, if he scores 15, I'll eat a foot. Uh, can we talk about the fact that Danny Ings is, is uh, the second Tied for highest scorer? Yeah. Um, he, he's just insane. I, okay, I know obviously Liverpool doesn't regret selling him. But if they didn't sell him, like what what would this Liverpool team be? Because they'll, excuse me, sorry, they uh they sold him because he was an injury prone mess. Like he they knew he was good, but he he couldn't I, he couldn't string together five games before getting injured. So just the fact that Danny Ings has gone, I mean, he has 111 minutes per goal. He's just insane. Good job, Dan. You proved no one wrong, but you proved yourself right. Actually, you proved Liverpool wrong. Good job. Also, Fabian I don't, think Liverpool, I don't think Liverpool was ever uh, ha- you know, happy about selling him. I think it was they really barely, didn't want to at that. At uh, that somebody point. needed to go. Um, they they were having a fire sale at that point, but oh, uh, we made bank. We made yeah. goddamn bank. Um, Nineteen million for Dominic Solanke. <laughs> yep. Um, Weekly reminder, by the way. Uh, Edward statue's coming. Ah, uh, um, City versus Everton, two one. Versus Everton. Yeah, um, you can't expect them to win this. But Gabriel Jesus scoring too. I don't like Gabriel Jesus. Why? He missed every chance this game. Every single chance he had, and he still got two in seven minutes. Uh, Richarlison with the other goal at this in the seventy-first minute. I mean, Everton did get outplayed, but it's City. Also, Kevin De Bruyne decided to play center back this game. Decided. So, yeah. Um, We'll get to City in a minute. Um, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll hold our uh, our City talk. Uh, Burnley, uh, they're on fire. Uh, <laughs> Everton 1, Burnley 0. Uh, Burnley 0, Manchester United 2. Burnley 1, Aston Villa 2. <laughs> Three losses in their last five. 24 points. Four points clear of the relegation zone and heading the wrong direction. Are they in danger? Yay! Burnley's going down. Also, that is hilarious. I'm sorry. But yeah, <laughs> Sean Dyche, go eat a can of worms because you're going down, buddy. Um, But yeah, it looks like <laughs> they are on fire, but not in the right way. Um, I don't even know why they lost these three games. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a Burnley game since like 2017. That's not true, by the way. I'm kidding, but <laughs> I haven't. I didn't see any of these three. I think they've managed. I I think the stat was uh, I want to say ten shots on target in like the last like four months or something just ridiculous. That's every uh, wait four months. Yeah, it's been bad. It was a long time. I forget the exact number, but that it was a awful. shocking. It was a shocking number. And Chris Wood still somehow like scored. October. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, they had no shots on target against Everton. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me they had none. Against some of the other teams. Like, let's see. Burnley. Oh, I scrolled too far. Burnley versus United. Uh, completely outplayed. One shot on target. Uh, with eight shots in total. And versus Pal- not Palace. Villa this week. Uh, one shot on target and it was a goal. But they did have 20. They had 19 shots. Missed the target. What, where, what did you give the strikers before this game? Acid? <laughs> But Something it, like it's that. Uh, it's the old let's kick the ball up the field and hope something sticks. That's all. That's straight up awful. That's like Watford, dude. But um, yeah, that was absolutely foul. Go down, Burnley. 
So, Nikki, would you say that Vernley are a club in crisis? Yes, they're on fire. Literally, like, the entire... If you look, like, go to Google Earth right now and look at their stadium. I bet you it's on fire. If you can find Burnley. It's on fire. It's on fire. So, do you, do you think they will enter the relegation zone yes. in the next few weeks? No. Yes. Oh, okay. I I think... <laughs> I, I think I think what's gonna end up happening is Watford is gonna replace uh, Aston Villa outside the relegation zone, and that that's just how it's gonna be. I don't I don't think, I don't see Burnley even going down. Like I, I kind of want them to, but are they going to? Probably not, because Burnley has like some kind of a uh, plot armor surrounding them. So yeah. <laughs> Well, we shall see. We'll check back in on that in a few weeks' time. Uh, moving on, Manchester United. Manchester United 4, Newcastle 1. I love Ollie. I love Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Burnley nil. Manchester United 2. Arsenal 2, Manchester United nil. This is my favorite thing about United is how they go on a run of form. They will beat a bunch of teams. They'll beat Newcastle, who are, I think, currently 13th. They'll beat Burnley. They beat City. And then they lose to the worst Arsenal team you've seen in 20 years. It's just, if 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 they're going to keep Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, they're just going to drive themselves into the ground. Like, Ed Woodward, good job. Like, they have such a good front three, plus Mason Greenwood. Yeah, plus Mason Greenwood. And he still refuses to play Greenwood and instead decides to play Jesse Lingard every game. And decides to play Matic, who's definitely, I'm sorry, he's past it. And he puts Mata on the bench. He puts Greenwood on the bench. He puts just players that should be playing on the bench, and McTominay's injury has also coincided with United becoming bad. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but McTominay has been pretty good this season, which you didn't think you were gonna say three seasons ago. But um, yeah, and McGuire has been a waste of money, but we all knew that. De Gea has never regained that form from the seventeen eighteen season, uh, where he made. I think he broke the record of Premier League saves in a match for with seventeen. That was the same. That was the same game that Jesse Lingard scored too. So. Hell was on fire. Hell was frozen over, I mean, that day. Um, yeah, I love all the going Solks here. Solks, uh, however the heck you say his name. So, Nikki and Connor, uh, is Jesse Lingard Premier League quality? I mean, he's so young. He's got so much. He's so promising. Young teenager, 27 years old, he's Jesse so, Lingard. He's got so much potential. Uh, I forgot he existed. Just he, he's he was just uh, sitting yeah, in Man United's cupboard. He, he's awful. He years. could be the only play, He could be a key player at Leeds. That's about it. No, he <laughs> really could not. Have you ever seen Bielsa like set up a team? Uh, honestly, <laughs> Lingard is not Premier League quality. Is at he all. championship he not, quality? I honestly no. possibly be championship quality, but he's not League Premier one. League quality at all. Third no. division. That send send him to the third division. Send him to Brentford. so yeah this united team they're they're an interesting lot um and another big name that i think has been missing week over week on this podcast uh paul pogba where is he well he's been gone he's just i mean he's gonna get He's going to be gone from he's, United. He's leaving United. Honestly, I feel like other clubs should not sign him up. He's been so unprofessional. He literally just traveled to London by himself to watch the game. He's fully fit, not sick or anything, by the way, not not suspended. He's just, He was injured, I think, maybe. Yeah, he was. But, um, yeah, he's just been completely unprofessional since Ali has come. Honestly, since he's come to United. 
And yeah, it's just it's just pathetic. This game, sorry, United versus uh Arsenal. If I had to give one player a man in the match for United, it'd be Fred. Which is the worst sentence I've ever said. <laughs> hey guys, it's Fred. <laughs> so, so and I mean is Paul I mean is the chance for Paul Pogba to sign for a big club over? Yes. He honestly, if Juve want him, they can have him because he'll be happy there. But will he be, will he even play well? Like, has he even been training? Like, remember when Ozil didn't play for months? Like, this is just the same thing. You've got him on for insane wages. They have this problem where they have where the players' names is bigger than their ability. Sanchez, uh, what, what is what was his face? The guy with Pogba, Maguire. Like, come on. Like, their egos are bigger than how well they play. And the only ones I can really say that try anymore are Fred, Martial, Rashford, and James and Greenwood. And Juan Bissaka is not bad. Oh, sorry, Juan Bissaka was fine last game. I, I, sorry, but Lindelof and Maguire have been shocking together. De Gea's, I mean De Gea's pretty good, but whatever. Uh, they've had to play Brandon Williams, who's shown more heart than most of their team combined, at left back at 19 years old. Yeah, it's it's great for United. And I know next week they're going to win a game and be like, oh, well, Ollie's at the wheel, but they're going to... They're know. up against Norwich next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're going to win 3-1 and be like, okay, well, we're fine. And then lose three games in a row and realize that Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is the coach that got Cardiff 20th place a few seasons ago. All right. Uh, moving on, Newcastle. So uh, a 4-1 loss to United. Oof. Um, two one loss to Everton. Two one loss to Everton, and a three nil loss to Leicester City. I don't know. Not I, easy fixtures for Newcastle. No, but their defense has just been like the worst. One one win in their last five. Yeah, I I don't get it. Steve Bruce out first of all shouldn't have shouldn't have come in in the first place. But um, I think they've how many is that in the last three games that they've conceded? Uh, I think so three against Leicester. Plus uh, two against Everton, plus another four. That's nine goals in three games. So, yeah. And Fabian Schar just got injured. Lascelles is injured. Um, like, who who did they just throw out against uh, Leicester City at defense? Let's see here. It was Federico Fernandez, Lejeune, and uh, Fabian Schar. Fun fact, all their first names are good in theft. Uh, plus, uh, Jetro Willems and Jetro Willems and uh, Mankio at wing back. Um, so if if uh, well, Willems gets injured, actually, I don't think Cher got injured. I don't know why I said that. Uh, they're in big trouble though, though, because Willems and uh, Cher are pretty much their only like primarily quality defenders left. So, yeah. Are Newcastle headed for a slide down a slippery slope? They're going to finish 14th this season. We're all going to feel like idiots, but you know what? Whatever. I don't think they're going down, but are they are they going to are they going to be comfortable in 14th? No. They're going to they're going to be a few points above the drop. I see them going down. I really do. I five see this from say, I see this ke- I see this slipping. If they continue to slip the way they are, I see Newcastle, Burnley, and uh, Bournemouth all slipping into those relegation spaces. Will all three of them get relegated? No. no. That's not happening. Uh, but I see them all being in that final dogfight. 
to get out of that uh, that area. Um, Newcastle has a negative thirteen goal difference, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I think moving on, Leicester City. So Leicester City nil, Liverpool four, West Ham one, Leicester City two, Leicester City three, Newcastle nil. Uh, and business as usual. Uh, other than the four nil loss to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they left Firmino score twice. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, Liverpool is an unstoppable juggernaut. We'll get there in a minute. Uh, but Leicester City doing what they need to do and beating the teams underneath them. Uh, I mean, if they can beat every single team underneath them, they're in pretty darn good shape. They're going to lose 5-2 to Arsenal. <laughs> Happened twice in their title winning season. So, um, yeah, they're... Uh, I don't know. Do we see them finishing second place? What do we think? Uh, it's either second or third, but at that point, it doesn't really matter. You're still getting Champions League football, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say third. Why not? City can win. Nikki, City what do you second. think? Who finishes? It Leicester or City finishes in second? Leicester. Leicester all day. Leicester. As a City fan, it's gonna be Leicester. One point <laughs> difference right now between yeah, the two of them. And uh, City's got that five goal goal difference. C- City, or uh, not City, but Leicester also has Jamie Vardy, who has just like scored goal after goal after goal goals after, this after goal after goal. But has now missed the last two goal. games. Be- uh, after I think goal it was either, after well, goal. The first one we were told allegedly he had a child. I don't believe Allegedly. it. I feel like I feel like it's robots have come to kidnap. It him. was no. a fake child. Yeah, he, he had a kid, and then Jamie he's got Vardy a slight, too. <laughs> slight calf injury. But uh, yeah, he's fine. So uh, all right. So I think that's Leicester City. Well, uh, let's get through the rest of these. Uh, so we have Liverpool, uh, who continues to defy all expectations and destroy everything in their path. Uh, five win games, it. five wins, uh, top of the league. Uh, 19 wins, one draw, no losses. Can they go undefeated this season? Don't speak these words in my presence. If any team goes undefeated again, I will shoot myself in the foot. And the what head. was the last team to go undefeated again? Arsenal! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, um, for pulling I that from me. I don't really see any other team that is going to be able to beat Liverpool unless... Well, Leicester yeah. doesn't play them again. Yeah, oh, and they've beaten Leicester both times. And is City going to play them again? Yeah, City. I believe so. April fourth. April fourth. It's uh, it's also going to be their 49th game. So uh, that is the- if if they win every game from uh, sorry if they don't lose any games until then that's their 49th game unbeaten. If uh, that will be their 49th game. So if City can beat them that day, Arsenal keeps the 49 game unbeaten streak record. But if they can't, it's a tie. And I hate Liverpool. So, uh, City, April 4th, 2020. Uh, I'm a City fan. That's the only day you'll hear And that is at City, by the way. Yeah, at the Etihad. So, please win this one for us. So, uh, yeah. And, I mean, it's shocking how good this Liverpool team is. I hate it. It's just a well-oiled machine, and the freaking front three does not need any insurance. The rest of the team could have the worst game of their lives and the front three can just do whatever they want. Like they, they'll still win five, four. No, I'm kidding. They won't concede four goals, but if they, if they somehow did, if they brought back Martin Skirtle and Ragnar Klavan and they both got red cards. Yes. 
but they would still score five goals. And I mean, uh, obviously, uh, Minamino coming in from Salzburg. Don't uh, even know where he plays. Winger. He's a, he's a winger. He's plays either side. So uh, so you got Shakiri there, and uh, now you got Minamino there. So yeah, Liverpool is going to be the best team in the world for the next fifty years. I'm kidding. You guys are going to get seventh place like ten years from now because that's just how it is in Liverpool. Neither Liverpool Very club, cool, Mark. yeah, neither Merseyside club can get any success for more than three years straight. I don't know. This is year two. We yeah. Won't. This is year two. Okay, well, next year you're going to finish seventh. We shall see. I highly doubt that unless something catastrophic happens. You bring back Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that wraps up Liverpool. Not a lot to say there. Uh, they're just unstoppable. Uh, Wolves. Wolves three, City two. Adama Traore has scored three goals against City this season, by the way. Oh, is it four? I think it's three. Yeah, three. Ederson red card, by the way. Oh, well. Indeed. So that that meant Claudio Bravo had to play the rest of the game. And uh, I don't think he's gotten off the couch since 2017, so you can see how badly that went. With and the then a, a loss to Liverpool, and uh, in their last game, uh, a loss to Watford. So they beat City, and then... I mean, they really should have beat Watford there. <laughs> um, they're sitting at 30 points, tied with Spurs, one point behind United. Uh, do they have a chance at top four? Yes. Nikki. Six um, points off top four. No. You don't think they have a shot at top four? Wolves? Yes. No. Yeah. No way. Connor, what do you think? There's no way they're getting past Chelsea. Not top four, but I could see them being fifth or sixth. I mean, they're tied for sixth right now, one point behind fifth. I think that honestly, I think Wolves finishing top six is a given at this point. But True. Uh, even even though they're not in the top six currently, but I could see them like six points is a big deficit, right? But you can easily make that up. Like, I well, mean, especially with the way Chelsea's been playing, two losses in a row, two wins for Wolves. Boom! You've already caught. You've already caught Chelsea. Which could happen. I oh, mean. absolutely. I think it's uh, it absolutely could happen. I don't think anything is set in stone there. Um, yeah, So I, and I think that brings us to our last team of the day, Manchester City. So a loss, Kevin De Bruyne FC. A loss to Wolves, uh, a win against Sheffield United, 2-0, and a win against Everton, 2-1. I think Kevin De Bruyne is one of the – the smartest player in the world. Like smartest he has, player, yes, for sure. He has the highest football IQ out, out there. And, like, also just the best... Okay, people have been saying this for years, but Kevin De Bruyne is just the best all-around player in the Premier League. He can hold back... He can hold back uh, attackers. Like, he can press. Obviously, his, his attack is just insane. He can score. He, he's got assists for days. He's literally just Ozil from four years ago. I mean, even though I'm not a City fan, I do really like Kevin De Bruyne, as you can tell. I'm not sure there's more that you could ask of him in his role on City, honestly. Yeah, I don't I, think there's more that roles that he could fill in his job. He's played all over the midfield this season. I think he's played winger. He's played throughout from center defensive mid to cam this whole season. I think he, he hasn't played striker, but 
He's just—I mean—he's just done like literally everything for Guardiola, and yeah, uh, Sterling scoring again a couple times. That's not a surprise. Yeah, but he—he was on—he was on a dry spell for a while. That is yep. true. Um, Agu- sorry, not Jesus. on my fantasy team. Nope. And Jesus scoring a uh, a, brace a brace against, against Everton. Everton. So I Dominic Calvert Lewin didn't score, by the way. It was Charlison. Um, I think that brings us to an interesting. Uh, question I have for you for you all. Uh, how much better does Gabriel Jesus need to be before he starts over Aguero consistently? He will, he will never start over Aguero. Yeah, he's never going to start over Aguero. It's Aguero no is I think top goal scorer of the decade in the Premier League. Um, no, that's Mark Noble. <laughs> Twenty times, but uh, and then he was the top goal scorer of the decade against like the entire Big Six except for. United or yeah, I think either United or Liverpool uh, was. I think he was top scorer of the decade against like eight of the teams, eight or nine teams in the Premier League. Like that's just insane. He uh, he's beaten Thierry Henry. I think here I want to look this up really quickly. Uh, and so my question, I guess, is, uh, I mean, eventually Aguero needs is going to have to be replaced. I mean, he's getting on in years. Is Gabriel Jesus? The player who will replace him, or do you see City bringing in a different striker? No, City needs someone else. It's not happening. So Sergio Aguero currently, uh, this might not be up to date. I think it is. Uh, sixth place in goals, all time in the Premier League. He's three behind fourth place Frank Lampard, and then Andy Andy Cole with 187, so 13 behind him. Like this guy is just un- unstoppable. He's unplayable. Like you are never replacing Sergio Aguero in the Premier League. It's like saying, uh, "Can can you replace Thierry Henry? Can you replace a- Alan Shearer?" It can't happen. Like these guys, these he's a Premier League legend at this point. Like there's no doubt about it. So no, they're not replace. They're not going to replace him with Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus is just too stupid. Mrs. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gabby J. He misses too many easy chance chances. I mean, they need to. Oh, they need to bring someone in. Like they can't, they can't, like rely on someone like uh, Gabriel Jesus, who's too spotty and doesn't score enough goals, misses too many chances. That's just my two cents, though. <laughs> what do you think, Nikki? Do you agree with that? What? That Gabriel Sergio, Jesus is yeah. not good enough to uh, take. No, the, I think I think Sergio. Gabriel Jesus is good enough to take over Aguero when Aguero leaves. I think uh, he is. Thing. State your reasons. Uh, I think Gabriel Jesus is a, is a great player when he actually gets a shot to play, and I think he has potential. I don't think he's there yet, but I think with a few more years of training, because I think Aguero has a few more years left. And I think he's 31. Like, yeah, I think Aguero's probably probably going to stay until he's like 33, if I had to bet. And then they're going to But gonna surely slowly, his role needs to start getting reduced. No, yeah, they're uh, going to start, they're gonna slowly start, start introducing in. Jesus into the squad more. Which, I mean, they have been doing up until and, this and point. So I think, uh, but I think Jesus is the... Replacement. I don't think they're gonna get someone else. Yeah, I mean, if that happens, like I don't think I they can't. They're not gonna win the league as as comfortably as they have been. They didn't even win it comfortably last season, but they're not gonna. I mean, they're certainly not this year. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's still possible. I think their number one priority currently is the defense. Which, like, who did they start against Everton? Um, with so. In case you've been asleep for the past few months, uh, I have. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> Laporte is injured. Uh, Merrick Laporte has been injured. Fernandinho, something Garcia, uh, Eric Garcia, who is 18 years old, and, oh, geez. And let's see, who is this? Ro- oh, Ro- yeah, Rodri. Rodri. This, they started two midfielders as center back and then an 18-year-old center back. So three four three. And Mendy and Cancelo is uh, wingbacks. Also, can we talk about how bad Mendy is? He's just bad. And Foden getting a start as well that game. Yes. Um. Yeah, their center. They have an insane center back crisis. They won't start on Mendy or Stones. I mean, okay, well that's because of fixture con- congestion too. Like uh, against Sheffield United, their starters were. Um, Fernandinho and Eric Garcia. Okay, it's not even fixture congestion. They just have to start a uh, 18-year-old center back at this point because their other options are awful. Like, uh, Otamendi has been sitting on the bench because he's awful. Uh, John Stones is... Don't Phil jo- he's just the other side of Manchester's Phil Jones. Um, it rhymes, too. Yeah. So fix that defense, then find a Sergio Aguero replacement. I, wow, this conversation. I mean, I think I think I steered this conversation into a really weird direction. We were talking about something completely different. Sorry. No, I mean that's that's uh, that's a valid point. Um, so I think that about wraps it up. This has been kind of a long one. Do we Very have any one. closing remarks? I love you, Arteta. Stay forever. Uh, already revealed that he does not lift weights. He's so big, though. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> He's so big. He's, He's massive. Literally a monster. Oh my god. And he doesn't lift weights. He's not real. Like <laughs> Like humans should not be able to exist like Look that. Look at that upper body. Look at his lower body too. He's insane. He's a monster. And calves. Thank you all for listening I to think the that's Pictures cat. Podcast. To the Adama Triore Podcast.